Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First off, don't ever, ever, ever apologize for winning. It's too hard to do in this league. Congratulations. All right, guys, if we ever figure it out and put it together for four quarters on both sides, there's no one who can play with this. We can play with anybody and beat anybody. Congrats again, defense. Let's yeah, go. Bucks on three. Bucks on three. One, two, three. Bucks. Let's go. Yes, welcome to another Real Bucks Talk podcast. This is Michael Plus, joined by Mark Ramirez. And... Now we are much calmer uh, tonight, and we realize that the Bucks did actually win the game, even though we were being super negative yesterday. But that was for good reasons. Uh, but hey, we're three and three. We're still in the playoff race. This is a long season, long way to go. A lot of games left to be played. So, Mark, how are we feeling today? Uh, got to watch a little game tape. Some a lot of positives from yesterday, even though we we harped on the negatives yesterday. You know. Yeah, there's a positive and negative to everything. Yeah. And that was the negatives all all day. And today's an optimistic day. Yeah. We did win the game. Right. Yes. I may have had a one or two brews. Yeah, same here. And probably only saw the negatives and now today's an all positives day. Based off of what Cutter said, he's to be honest, listening to what he said, at first I was like, Oh, <laughs> Yeah, all right, buddy. Better luck next year. But in reality, if you look at our team, we've said it before, if we play to what the players that we have, mm-hmm. it is possible for us to win every game. Right. It's hard for anyone to beat us because of our offensive weapons, mm-hmm. because of the, the new D-line we have put together. Right. And if we have a secondary learn to be better, right. I mean, Colton Davis, like that was a one positive that I did say. Right. And yesterday, I I like what he's turning into. So he's right in that instance that if we play and we don't beat ourselves or we play two full halves mm-hmm. the way we were supposed to, we can beat anybody. Right. And I thought more into that today. I was like, you know what, damn it. I shouldn't have been such an ass. <laughs> Let me think about it. I know we hate the coaching mentality, the, the way they do things, but maybe it is just that we just don't turn the ball, ball over as much. Mm-hmm. We, we win the game. Right. And a lot of points on the radio today. Yeah, like, oh, Winston sucks, Winston this. Yes, Winston did turn the ball over twice. Three times, forgive me. Mm-hmm. But what if it was just one turnover? We, we win easy. Right. Or what if Brayton doesn't turn the ball over? It's just little things like that. But this is the optimistic show. This yeah. is us looking at the positives. So, yeah, if we don't turn the ball over, mm-hmm. we can be that offensive powerhouse that we looked like in the first two games. And there's only us that are – we are the only limit to how good we can be. Right. Pretty much on offense. 
And I, I hope they took that to, to heart what Cutter said. Mm-hmm. I hope the offense can push itself and will itself to be as good as it can be. Defense, holy crap, looked good. Yeah. I mean, Better. comparable. Better. I mean, yeah, I mean, still 23 points, but considered what we've been seeing, that looked like uh, 85 Bears. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and whoever said the let's go, like, I need to find out who said let's go because that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> if it was still Quan with an ACL tear, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was right? him. But, yeah, it shows, like, this team, at least this team is still together. It shows, like, they're not giving up on this coaching staff or, you know, it seems like all these guys are, uh, you know, united and that's, that's a good sign. That's, that's a positive. And we, we bitch about the coaching all, all, you know, all day, but again, this is who we have. I mean, it's not going to change. This is what we have for this year. Um, and like Mark said, as long as these guys can play smart football and not beat themselves, they have a really good chance of winning pretty much every game because, we have the personnel to do it. We have the playmakers. We have everything needed um, to make things happen. And it's just about doing their job. And if these guys can take that message to heart and focus on what they have to do individually, then, yeah, I mean, they can be dangerous. Uh, they have all the tools, especially with the way Jameis is playing inside the pocket. His scrambling ability yesterday was was on point. Uh, he started off red hot. I mean, he was making throws, uh, being accurate with the football. Uh, they were keeping it simple for him. It was one or two reads, you know, limiting the half of the field. That is something that we have to continue to do to help him out because he is not a perfect quarterback. He, his mechanics are still a work in progress, and he's gotten a lot better uh, this year. But it's still, I mean, you see the struggles with, you know, the downfield passing. It seems like for whatever reason he's thinking – uh, about it too much he's trying to make that perfect toss instead of just trusting his mechanics and letting it go um, and go let your your guy make a play so you know overall i i think we're in a good spot um, again you just came off three losses and winning in this league is very tough and any way you can get a win that's what's that's what matters and the bucks did that even though you know it came on a 59 yard field goal but hey better lucky than good sometimes yeah. and you know, the Bucks have had some bad breaks in those three losses, and now they get the break that they needed. And maybe that can be the turning point. You know, we'll have to see. Yeah, and also how how much they gathered around Chandler. Uh, right, Canizaro. Canizaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't say that damn name. <laughs> but it's still like – and he, he showed emotion. He was <laughs> tearing up a little bit. Right, right. But still, like the whole team was emotional about it and wanted him to do good. Right. And you, Every teammate wants – Another teammate to do well. Right. I mean, you're on the same team. You want to do good. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not, you need to be off the damn team. Yeah. But it's it's good to see that. It's good to see that. Hopefully, this builds his confidence. And even at the post game conference or conference, just the interview, he said he expects he should be making all these forty yarders. That's an easy one for me. I need to make that. Yeah. And I'm glad he at least he's saying that. Like, oh, himself, he knows that's got to be a chip shot. Mm-hmm. That's got to be something where he can go out there and win the game. Right. But and he stepped up with a fifty damn nine yarder. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's things like that showing we're a good team, close team. The reaction to Quan, that probably was another reason why we didn't play well. Yeah. Starting out of the coming yeah. out of the, the halftime, you could because, tell the body language yeah. just wasn't there. The energy was down, especially offensively. And then yeah. you have that turnover to start right away, and then right, and then they end up scoring. And it, yeah, there was definitely an effect there. And yeah, you can, Cutter even said he's like, "Oh, Quan came out and uh, made a speech." Mm-hmm. 
and we all knew. I'm like, do you think that was a, <laughs> if, if you're a middle linebacker, the, the heart and heartthrob and yeah. freaking voice of that defense comes out and says, guys, I'm out, mm-hmm. but go out there and play for me. Like, yeah. They know how big of a loss it was. Right. I mean, yeah, Jack Sitchie, again, damn. How do you get two ACLs, two middle linebackers in the same game? I know. And he was actually playing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough situation. And then then on top of that, not only are they, like, their mindset is, like, because they were pretty much, like, down, and then they had to restart uh, and get their energy back up. And thankfully, the defense, you know, they made some big plays down the stretch. But like Mark was saying, the two linebackers going down, now you have a Darius Taylor playing in a position that he's not usually comfortable with because he's usually coming off the field on third down. You know, usually you have Quan and Levante play nickel. So he was playing in spots where he's not usually comfortable with. And you saw the Browns, they took advantage of that at times. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely a shock to the system. Um, but, hey, they overcame it, and they made plays down the stretch when they needed to. Like Jameis says, I mean, we execute when we have to. Um, and, and they did. I mean, they made the plays down the stretch that was needed. I mean, Jameis hitting Deshaun to set up the field goal. That's a huge play. I mean, that that was big, especially after taking those two sacks. Yeah. I mean, and then just looking at the overall defense improvements, Nassib with the two sacks, we talked about it yesterday, but he just – he can play both inside and outside. That You got to love that. Right. He's ultra competitive, will give you it all, mm-hmm. like, at all times. He's not a great, great athlete. He's not the best player, but still he's giving you it all. And if a guy can play inside and outside and you're switching them in and out, especially when Curry or McCoy come back, right. we're building back on that D-line. Bo Allen played all right, mm-hmm. right? I mean, JPP's playing out of this world right now. JPP's on fire. I mean, he could have had seven sacks – or he could have had two sacks yesterday. Yeah, he uh, missed one. Missed Baker one. got out. So, I mean, already six sacks on the season. He's playing outstanding. I mean, the, the movement that he's showing, I mean, he's going all over the field. And on the against the run, yeah, I'll put those up later. But he he plays it all very very well. Right, he this the ability to to move guys out of the way and yeah. then chase the play down from behind. I mean, yeah, he was throwing people around. You got you got to appreciate what he's been bringing. Like mm-hmm. he's got six sacks, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> he I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jinx it, <laughs> but he could be doing really good things. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um, and McCoy, let's see what happens when he comes back. Right. Hopefully he can step his game up. But the D-line, I like. The linebackers, yeah, Quan going down, that's going to hurt. Yeah. Sitchie's gone. And, yeah, everyone's asking what's going to happen, what's going to happen. I honestly think Glanton's going to be in there yeah. until Beckwith gets back. I hope to God Beckwith gets back, like he said, sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah. Yeah, they, if, signed, they signed Raleigh uh, yep. Bula today, but – um, you know, that's a good depth player. He can he can definitely help you on rundowns. Um, definitely be a thumper back there. So you know, that's that's a good signing. Um but yeah, the depth's gonna be tested. Now you're gonna have to rely on guys like Devontae Bond and um, you know, some other guys. I think they still have I'm not sure I guess Cam yeah, Cameron Lynch is still on the team, I believe. Or no. It's that guy with the weird last name. I can't pronounce it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't pronounce it either. Yeah, so but. If I can't, if you can't, you damn sure as hell know I can't. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, I mean, there there was a lot of positives. Again, I, if this team can just find a way to clean up the little negatives that keep holding them back, you know, turnovers here, um, third down defense, that's another positive. That was 
that was outstanding yesterday. They got the Browns off the field where against Atlanta, we couldn't do anything like that. So that was good. It was nice to see, you know, guys being contested, um, you know, guys in the right spot, making plays on the football. Again, Carlton Davis making plays. Uh, he had the big stop on, I think, what was it, third? Yeah, third and six. But that was like in regulation. But he made the big stop, got the ball back to our offense. Again, we had the missed field goal, unfortunately. But uh, I'm trying to think what other special teams' return game needs to be better. Uh, Humphreys didn't have a great day. I just no. didn't, I didn't like him letting the ball go. He needs to go up there and go catch it. Um, there's multiple times where the ball just got by him or he let it go. Um, and he could have saved us, obviously, the safety, like the first drive, the safety. We get that. Like, he could have stopped that. Like, go catch the ball at the 10-yard line. Don't let it bounce. Um, so just little things like that that they need to clean up. If they can do that collectively, we'll be okay. I mean, we have a lot of talent on this team. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a team where there's Hole, hole yeah, right. definite right. holes. Like, there's no gaping gaps i mean obviously we would want a better right guard um but and consistency <laughs> consistency on the other safety right next to justin evans yeah yeah whitehead needs that's to gonna play. get it's gonna get figured out quickly yeah. yeah because one guy is better than the other right but these are little things that is little things it's not yeah. holes all over the field right now yeah, yeah. and i want to make this one point i was listening to the radio on the way here mj stewart was on mm. he was talking I gotta get off his his ass a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he is a rookie. Yeah. He is playing the nickel. Yeah, it's a tough position. And he's they were teaching him so much. He, he's he's cross training from a safety and corner. Yeah. Yes, we we both know he doesn't have the speed to play outside, and that's why he probably is cross training. Mm-hmm. But I really do believe that he does. He blitzes well. Yeah. He gets in there well, and he's an aggressive player. And I liked how some of the stuff I saw when he was coming out. But, I mean, I need to remember he is a rookie. He did better this game. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie. He may not be the fastest, but he is aggressive. Right. And maybe he's just getting too much in his head, and literally as the season goes on, he's going to get better. Carlton Davis, he's built for the outside. He's lanky. He's long. Yeah. He can frustrate other wide receivers. And he, I, I think he did damn well. Right. But it's – I'm going to get off his case – he sounds like the damn nicest guy <laughs> and not just because of that, but he, he, he's getting improving. He's improving and that's only going to benefit our secondary. Yeah. I mean, it's so young, mm-hmm. not my it's minus Brent Grimes, but Brent Grimes did, I thought pretty well. I mean, he yeah. didn't do great and did nothing great, but mm-hmm. he made some plays. Right. He knocked that one against Njoku, but I just wanted to make a point saying I'm going to get off of MJ Stewart's butt a little bit, <laughs> and I'm going to let him grow. I'm going to let him develop. Yeah, yeah. And for the nickel, I think he's a good player, actually. Yeah, and you know, defensively yesterday, you know, we saw just keeping it more simple. They they kept their looks, uh, you know, not as uh, I didn't see much like you know the usual cover four, cover three. They mixed it up with a little bit more of cover two. Uh, even showed some cover one looks where they're playing more aggressively as far as coverage, being more press coverage, 
Uh, we even saw some nice rotations where they brought Justin Evans down into the into the slot, allowed him pick up a guy, and then they dropped back the other corner. So there's a lot of things where they were, you know, showing and moving guys around, putting them in spots where they can succeed, not having these guys like like an MJ Stewart trying to go back, um, instead keep him in short area space where he excel, you know, excels. Uh, so that that was good things. I mean, you can see the difference and and just their overall energy uh, with Mark Duffner on the sidelines. I thought that was a help. Uh, he's communicating with them, telling them, "Hey, you're doing this, doing that. We need to change this." You know, just certain things like that where it's communication, but you're keeping it simple yep. so these guys can understand. And that's that's what was missing. And hopefully that can change and get this defense even better. Like if this defense can be better than uh, average, then now we're cooking because this offense is going to put up points. Or let's just be average. Yeah, just be average. Yeah, you don't yeah. even have to be average. You can be just a little bit better. Like, you know, just a little bit better, and then we have we have something to to work with. Yeah, I mean, and one more thing, Stewart. I remember in the interview he said he said he's one of those guys that asked, but why? Mm-hmm. He's like a little kid. He's like, oh, but why? Yeah. But why do I got to be there? Right. But What's going to happen if I'm not? What, what is the D-line doing? Mm-hmm. So guys like that that think that way, I really, really like. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, okay, well, this guy, he's just thinking a lot. That's, yeah. that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's bad. No. He's, he's just thinking, oh, well, maybe I should be over here. But he, yeah. it's, it's just he's trying to think what's the D-line doing, what's the linebackers mm-hmm. doing, what's the safeties doing. Yeah, and it's, like you said, make it simpler. Yeah. Just know where you got to be here. Yeah. And, yeah, as you get more mature as a player, as the years start adding, then you can start – that's what, like, Rondé did. Mm-hmm. you you got to learn your position first, then start reaching out. And, start, that, and that's what Levante told Quan. Yeah. you got to learn what you got to do first before you can think about what anyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's going to get it. Yeah. I think he will. I think, I think someone needs, someone needs to grab him and mm-hmm. tell him, okay, got, buddy, just look, pay attention to what you got to do first. Then you can worry about what I'm doing. Yeah, and that should be the case for the whole defense, and that's what we've been trying to preach on here. It's like one guy just needs to focus on what they have to do, and that's do your job. And if everyone does that and you see it collectively working as 11 – then we then we got something cooking in the in the oven, and then we're good, you know. And now you can start eating grits and have some eggs, <laughs> and like, you know, it's just simple things that you know each guy needs to do. And as long as we can do those things, we'll be okay, um, you know. And then same thing goes for the offense. Like, Jameis doesn't have to do too much, and sometimes he thinks he has to, and that's that's not the case. And again, this is with. You know, he has no running game right now, and it's very inconsistent. You know, we have to get more balance, and that's something that needs to improve as far as run-to-pass ratio. We can't have Jameis throwing 50 passes a game, and that's that's definitely that that needs to change. Like, you need to get back to 30-20, 30-20, and keep it, you know, keep it progressing towards that, that way. Because even if you can't run the ball, like, as long as the rushing attempts are there— the threat of the run is still there. Then you have play action. Like play action works off of that. And even if you can't run the ball, you can still run play action. I mean, look at the Rams. They, I know, I bring up the Rams every podcast, but well, I mean, for good reason. They're six and zero, so or seven and zero. Um, so they run play action consistently, and it doesn't even mean they have a great running game. Now, obviously, Todd Gurley's a beast, so like they can use him mm-hmm. and run him all day, but. 
and that helps. I mean, the threat of Ty Gurley, that helps with the play action. But still, they run it consistently. It doesn't matter if they're getting two yards per carry or five yards a carry. They continue to run it. And it's just because it helps. I mean, it sucks in those linebackers. You know, those linebackers are going to be super aggressive at all times. And every time you can do that, it changes the way you can pass the ball. I mean, it creates space. No, there's a yeah. <laughs> create space. It was going to happen eventually. Right. I always say those words. But so. we're being optimistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, passing or yeah, based on offense, passing wise, we can do a lot of things. Yeah, definitely. And to go over what what Cutter said, Cutter on Winston's two interceptions, he said the first one where he was supposed to go to OJ was a bad read. Mm-hmm. To me personally, I don't. I'll wait for coach's film to come out. Yeah. I don't know how that's a bad read. If he just floats it over the linebacker, yeah. I think that's a touchdown or a huge gain. Yeah. I like the decision. It was just, right. just a poor throw. Right? Maybe bad read just to, that he threw it straight instead of loft. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. and the second one, which I really want to hope coach Phil, coach's film comes out. He said that Winston made the good read, but a wide receiver ran the wrong route. Mm. But even during the game, the, I think Rondé said, oh, the linebacker's running a QB spy. Yeah. And I thought that was what was going on. But right. may, maybe it was different. I don't know. I'm, I can't wait for that to come out. I guess yeah. tomorrow, right? Yeah. So and I'll, I'll look into that and put both those up to c- cement his his uh, reasoning or mm-hmm. just knock it. But yeah. <laughs> I'll look into it myself. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, Winston needs to do better. Mm. He's going to be his worst critic, too. Yeah. And I think he, he has done better. Mm-hmm. It's only his second game back after three-game suspension, but he is a pro. Right. Tom Brady didn't falter like this after being suspended for, what, four games? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did he win MVP after that, too? He probably did. I don't probably know. <laughs> they're, they're always... But, I mean, yeah, I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, Winston, you're a pro right now. You need to show what you can do. Mm-hmm. And... Costly interceptions like that, yeah. The, the fans that keep saying, "Oh, you're an average quarterback because you're doing this," and look at all these turnovers. That's all you do. Yeah. It, to be honest, you got to look at it in the face and be like, "Yeah, I am doing that." You yeah. got to do better, right? Because if you don't do that many turnovers, we're, we're winning easy. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We're not struggling and going to overtime, barely winning a game, right? No. So no, he's definitely got to value the football. Yeah, uh, that's something that needs to become in his mindset. But again. He's he's very comparable to Brett Favre. I mean, that's what that's the kind of player he is. You know, Brett Favre had a lot of interceptions throughout his career, but he also threw a lot of touchdowns. He made a lot of plays, and that's what Jameis is. He's the ultimate playmaker. But it comes a time where he hopefully can take that next step, where he's valuing the football and understanding, I just can't do this right now. I just can't. It's okay sometimes to punt. And granted. He hasn't had a great defense to lean on, you know, in his history. So that could be in the back of his mind. He just maybe just doesn't have that trust factor with his defense. But he's got to understand, like, it's okay to to take a sack or throw it away. Um, You know, and then a couple sacks that he took yesterday, he could have got rid of the ball. You know, you just got to understand, hey, no, I'm not going to get it to anybody here. So let me just chuck it out of bounds. But but you live and die by that mentality. Yeah, exactly. Same with Brett Favre, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, the plays that he does make, I mean, they're they're amazing. I mean, and that's what he is. I mean, you see the play, you go back a few weeks against Chicago. I mean, he's just running backwards and making guys <laughs> miss. I mean, that's that's just what he is. And the main thing is we got to find out how to contain that, whether that be coaching and they, they limit his reads like they did in the first half. Yeah. You know, one, two. 
you know, that's something you got to look into and try to build that and make his confidence even better and understand, hey, if I do this, I'm okay. Like, I can keep this team in the game and even extend the lead and go for that kill. Yeah, I mean, that, that's all the Eagles do. Right. And you, you compare teams. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles literally wins, literally looks at one side of the field, yeah. makes it that easy. There's two yeah. guys and, there, and Wentz, read those two routes. Yeah, and Wentz is very similar to Jameis as well. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much similar in style. Wentz is very aggressive. Like, he wants to go after you after the guys. Because he has a cannon as well. Yeah, yeah. So he trusts his arm. And, yes, Winston needs to control his cannon on the deep ball. Yeah. I, I saw the Jackson deep throw yeah, again over and over. It's mental. It, it may be that he thinks he can't hit it. Yeah, maybe that people are getting on him so much. But yeah. it is another thing he needs to work on. Like, mm-hmm. how do you hit it in practice a lot and then you yeah. and the game comes it's there just yeah well you can see it it's almost and it's almost like he's trying to push it there instead of just lofting it there yeah let your guy go to space yeah you have this cannon of an arm mm-hmm. just loft it over there yeah. and get it to that spot like go to a, he, he's done it before just loft it to a spot mm-hmm. where no one else can get it besides your guy you don't have to gun it there every yeah. time yeah but i mean it's it's fixable. Mm-hmm. Can he do it? I'm hoping he can. But yeah. still, he's our guy. I, I think he will fix it. Yeah. And it's it's all driven by number three. Mm-hmm. And our running game, I I don't know how it's going to get better. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm trying to be all optimistic. Yeah. But the way we run block, unless we change some things, I don't I don't see us doing that well. Yeah. I hope I hope it changes. I hope we. Do some different schemes or different mm-hmm. traps, counters, do different stuff like we talked about yesterday. But yeah. uh. I think the the main thing with it, the running game, what I want to see is just avoid the negative losses. Like if we can avoid having the negative runs and just get it doesn't even have to be four yards. Like if we can get two to three yards per carry, I'll be okay with that as long as we're having the attempts. And that's what I got. You know, that's what I talked about earlier. If we can just get Peyton Barber, you know, 20 attempts per game. And I know that's that's a lot, but he deserves it because that guy runs. Yeah, look at the way he, he runs. He runs hard, and he gets stronger and stronger as the game goes on. He's very similar to a, a Cadillac Williams. He was the same way, slow starter, but once he caught in rhythm and got the ball a lot and you fed him, he was dangerous. And Peyton Barber, I mean, he showed, he showed the effort yesterday. I mean, he was hurt. So it was every game. Every game. Yeah, every game, but it was like on a different level yesterday. I mean, he was dragging guys. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if we can just avoid the negative runs where we have guys right in the backfield, you know, as long as we can just find a way to have Barber have the ability to make a play going north and south, which is his strength, and avoid the stretch runs, the toss runs. and Save just that for Rojo. Yeah, and even Rojo for 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 his sake. I mean, I would like to see him go more north and south as well. I like it when we run just zone runs with him, you know, one side or the other, whether it's left or right, not going off the edges. Um, because, frankly, our guys just can't move very well as far as going east and west. And even north and south, they're not very powerful. They're not going to push guys back. They're best when they can just get into the way of somebody, and then you can just go. And that's that's something that we need to see. Uh, will we see it? I don't know. Again, this is offense. This is the scheme. This is what they have in. It's hard to bring in a whole new run scheme. That's so, why I said it. It's like yeah. it's hard to – our offensive – our wide receivers, our, our route trees, 
Yeah. Now that can happen. We we've seen it happen. Right. The running game has never been good yeah. with Cutter here. Yeah. Do I see it getting better based upon only if our passing attack is that damn good mm-hmm. and teams just totally deliberately go drop back mm-hmm. to deep safety. There's only like five or six in the box and yeah. then yeah. Yeah. But I I want to be optimistic this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And I think the only, you know, the one change I would like to see, I don't think they'll do it, but I would just love to see us just stay in the shotgun formation, just run out of shotgun and just play that way because we actually do very well. I mean, I don't know the exact stats. I'll have to research that. I'll have to look on uh, Sharp, uh, Warren Sharp's website and see how good we are running the football. Name drop. Yeah, how good his book is excellent, by the way. Make sure you get his book. Yes. Uh, Warren Sharp's uh, 2018 football preview. Excellent read. But anyway, if we can stay in shotgun and, and just run out of that offense because it works. I mean, you're spreading these guys out, and you're, and you're running against six-man fronts, seven-man fronts, and that's much easier to run, run uh, for positive yards. And hopefully they, they understand our running game's blowing. Yeah, that that would be in a, a way that you see the coaching make a change based on saying, okay, well, obviously our running's not working. Yeah. You can always run out of a, yeah. a shotgun formation, absolutely, out of spread. absolutely, and and maybe you have to. The Patriots do it all the time. We yeah. name drop another team. Mm-hmm. Patriots do it all the time. Like mm-hmm. they, they literally, if they know they can't run the ball, mm-hmm. they'll spread it out. They'll start doing their short pass, pass, yeah. pass, and then. People can start looking laterally mm-hmm. in the middle of the field's wide open. Just run a draw, and it turns into something huge. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's just it's stuff like that that gets teams thinking one thing, and you mm-hmm. can start pushing your your next agenda. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. it's I hope I hope we can keep doing that and learning from our own mistakes mm-hmm. and where we're weak and where we can attack other teams and hide our weakness. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> but I mean, either way, our offense. Has huge potential. Oh yeah, huge. <laughs> Tampa, huge. You, <laughs> I had to say it, but it's it's true. Yeah, and our our defense can be average or dare I say a little above average. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's the long season, and now our next opponent. Yeah, is the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, who just got blown the hell out by the Kansas City Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. Kansas. Who are damn good. Offense, yeah, Kansas City and their defense isn't that great, though. No, no, it's not. And and Kansas City and the Rams, like they're just on another level. I mean, both teams offensively, yeah, offensively. Uh, the Chiefs have one loss, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. the Patriots. Yeah, okay. So I mean, but they're still. I mean, those two teams, I'd be shocked. Like if they're not in the championship <laughs> championship games, at least. Um, yeah, they're on another level. But yeah, I mean, to Mark's point. I mean, it's just it's just simplifying things. Like you know, like you're not running good out of two tight end sets. You're not running good out of heavy formations. Uh, it's time to spread it out. And you can even have OJ Howard, you know, line up in the in the backfield or on a as an H back and have him lead block. You know, just little things like that um, that hopefully we see. But you know, back to the positives. We saw the offense make adjustments. I liked what they did in the first half. As like we were saying, keep it simple and have Jameis do one or two reads. Uh, and that that was nice to see. Uh, we have all the weapons. I mean, our receiving core tight end, O.J. Howard can win uh, pretty much every time he's on the field. I mean, as long as it's accurate, 
Uh, he's got to catch the ball. He had one drop. But anyway. <laughs> could have been a big play, though. Yeah, it could have been a big play. And in a crucial time. Right, right. Uh, but we're optimistic this show. <laughs> but he's a beast. I mean, the, the catch he made at the the one-yard line, I mean, that was that was amazing. I mean, he high points it, almost scores a touchdown. So he's just hitting the, like – the tippy top surface like it's not oh, yeah. yeah he's not even near close to how good he can be in three to five years i mean uh, i said it at work today and i i stand by this he is gronk but more athletic oh he's so much more athletic and the way he blocks i mean his body's so huge <laughs> it is and he takes out defensive ends like consistently like a guy that can block dns i mean he could pretty much play left tackle for us like <laughs> if, if you wanted to say that would be into donovan smith but he's he's he big. could play it though like he could do it like i don't know if he could do it consistently but he could do it for like three to five plays um because i've seen it like i've seen him take out a defensive end on the edge and you see donovan smith uh slide inside and they have him block you know to help out the left guard or whoever um so yeah I but mean, i've also seen him be pretty bad sometimes <laughs> he, yeah i mean he's not perfect but he's a, he's a, just a hell of a player and he's no, just... I, i'm, I'm going to stand by you on this one <laughs> and say yeah he is yeah i, I agree with you he's just scra- scratching the mm-hmm. surface mm-hmm. and we need to target him more. I, yeah. I don't care. We have so many weapons, but the linebacker position, the middle of the field mm-hmm. in the NFL today, it's it's wide open. Yeah, yeah, That's it is like attack. The, the the athleticism of a guy of of OJ Howard mm-hmm. versus a linebacker that has to run backwards. Yeah, that is a mismatch every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Twice on Sunday. Yeah. So sure. you got it. I, I honestly think he needs at least ten to twelve targets a game. Yeah. Yes, I know you have Mike Evans. I know you have Deshaun. You have Deshaun, um, Godwin and Bray. You have all these weapons. You, you're like, oh, it's hard yeah. to get him all the ball. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You just you hit the golden ones first, mm. so everyone else can eat after. Yeah. Yes, Evans is a is a workhorse. Mm. Howard is your number two in my opinion. Yeah. Maybe even number one. Once he scratches that sur gets into that surface. <laughs> but Evans is one, I, Howard is two. I know DJX DJX right now, he wants to win every game. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, he's the deep threat. Yeah. He's not run every route. Yeah. You gotta look at it as a real fan and a real person looking at football. Evans can do everything. Mm-hmm. Howard can do damn near everything. Howard can do more. Yeah. He can be a tight end and he can be split out wide. Right. Guys like that, you need to hit way, way more. Because mm-hmm. Teams are scared of them. Yeah. Put that fear in them and make them cover them. Yeah. And guess what? Everything else opens up. Oh yeah, for sure. And and that's another positive. Like that's the thing with Jameis. Like he he knows how to spread the ball around. I mean, he passed he he... to ten or eleven receivers yesterday. So I mean, he knows how to get get it to guys and get them involved. And but Mark's right. I mean, eleven if, eleven receivers. Yeah, eleven, Go ahead. Go eleven ahead. receivers. But but yeah, Mark is absolutely right about hitting OJ Moore and. I think he had he had more targets than usual. Uh, Howard did yesterday, so that's on the trend. You know, trend going upwards, and you know, Jameis loves his tight ends. I mean, him and Bray, uh, and then now this connection with OJ that is building. It, it's just it's nice to see, and you know, as far as the Deshaun point, I think that's going to come. I mean, it's very close, and they are going to get it. Like he is, like Mark said, he is designed to get that big play. That's what he is. I mean, he's the ultimate deep threat. I mean, he has the most touchdowns over 50 yards, I believe, in the league or close to it. Um, that guy's just – he's the ultimate playmaker. 
Uh, you see it. You know, they got him involved on the end around yesterday, which was a great play call. I mean, that now you talk about being creative, that's being creative and doing it the right way. Like you have it where and at the right time at the right time. Yeah. And that's what running the football is now. It's running yep, it yep. at the right times because this is a passing league and running the football at the right times, the right situations, the right downs. Yep. That's what matters. And if they can start to understand that and do that. Especially when you have an offensive line that can't enforce their will. Right. Game. And we're not gonna be you we're not gonna be the Dallas Cowboys where we can just push guys back off the ball or even the Jacksonville Jaguars or you know, a lot of teams that can just be power football. Uh, that's just not us. Like we need to be uh more effective with how we run it, but it's also like I said, timing. It's when you run it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we talked offense, defense, Bengals coming up. They did get beat by the Chiefs bad. We talked yeah. about that. Our offense can honestly do what the Chiefs do. Mm-hmm. They don't. We don't move as much, and that's one thing I, I don't like. Yeah. But I'm being optimistic. <laughs> I, I just wish we could move to see if people are in zone or man. We have done it before in the past. Yeah. I hope we start pushing that more. But our offense can succeed the same way the Chiefs are. Mm-hmm. We, we're just that damn good offensive weapons. Yeah. If our defense plays, I mean, it, Dalton's a way better quarterback than Mayfield, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's a tougher test. He, he's going to be road. testing our corners, our safeties. Yeah. He's going to be doing a lot more, and it's, oh, yeah, it's on the road. Yeah. And so a, it's yeah. – it, A.J. Green is – yeah. Tyler Boyd. It's a way better, way, way, way better team. Yeah. A way more mature team, a way – and like I said last week, a team that actually knows their identity, mm-hmm. a team that knows who they have and when right. they can hit them, right? Because they've been together such a long time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is a tougher matchup. Way, Def- way tougher. Defensively, they got big defense alignment. Uh, not great defensively. They, their back end is a little is struggling. Again, they have some injuries, so they're kind of beat up. But offensively. Uh, they have playmakers. They have guys that can make you know make a lot of plays. AJ Green is one of the best receivers in this game, so he's going to be a tough matchup. They're but similar to us. Very similar, very similar, and they're coming off two straight losses now, um, so they're going to be a little upset. They're going to get angry. They're going to get mean. <laughs> they're going to get mean, uh, and they're in their house, and and they play much better at home. So it, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. Um, and the Bucks hopefully. They realize, hey, this wasn't our best performance yesterday. Even though we got a win, there's a lot of things we can clean up and get better at. And hopefully they can bottle up what they did well and carry that, but also improve at the same time. And that's that's what we want to see is just consistent progression. And hopefully we found that just that spark that we needed and, and can get it going. Third time's a charm for Winston. Hopefully yeah. we see a five-touchdown game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, I'll break more into it later in the week, but – like we said, offense is there. It can do whatever it wants, when it wants. Mm-hmm. Defense, we're hoping it's improving. It's just one game under Duffner, but that one game looks pretty good. Right. Five sacks, yeah. I'll take it. No interceptions, but yeah. hands on balls, hands on balls, <laughs> <laughs> pass blocks, <laughs> PBUs. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, it looks better, and I'm, I like the potential, and I, you know, I'll put up all the videos later. But one more point before we go. Okay. It was a recent addition to the Twitter feed Mm. um, of Patrick Peterson requesting to be traded. Mm. 
And I, it's time to make I, that deal. I wrote back, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a chance. I mean, Jason Light needs to make some calls and see what he can do. I mean, I, I would do it. I mean, whoever you have to move to make it work, I'd be totally fine with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I would try to make it happen. Again, it depends on what the Cardinals are asking for and how much ex- how much expense is this going to cost you. Um, again, you don't want to do something like a Khalil Mack trade. You know, that's a lot of draft capital, and that's something I don't see Jason like doing because he values the draft so much. But I would be f- totally fine moving one of our big salary guys and um, trying to get a, a Patrick Peterson because you want to improve your team. That's one way to do it. I mean, he's a playmaker a guy that can help you on special teams, which we desperately need, uh, but also shut down half the field. I mean, that'd be nice, but we'll see. I mean, the trade market is, I think it's going to be interesting next Tuesday because you already see a big trade today with Amari Cooper oh, to yeah. the to the Cowboys for a first-round pick, and Raiders are just, you know, collecting picks right now. They got three firsts for next year already. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it'll be interesting, and maybe we go for the the cheaper trade, and maybe try to get a Gary on Conley and a and a Carl Joseph. You know, those are two guys that could help you out as well. So I would like to see us be active, but I understand if we don't make any moves because you know it can be expensive at this time, and maybe you wait till you get into the off season. But at the same time, you're trying to save your job and trying to win now. So you know, I may have been little rash and saying McCoy for Peterson, but I honestly think the numbers worked. Yeah. In my opinion, it was, a, but yeah, it is a franchise player right. for a franchise player. But yeah, absolutely. Do you need it to happen? Does Cutter need it to happen? Yeah. <laughs> to save his job? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, in my opinion, I thought the numbers worked. The talent level of both players, mm. very similar. Age 28 to 30. I mean, it's not yeah, far fetched to think. Yeah, no. if we threw in a pick too, but I mean, other people think other things. Yeah, but uh, to me, it grimes in a pick. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure they would take that. You would probably no. have to offer multiple picks. Oh yeah, probably have to offer Spence as well if they even want Noah Spence. You know, and he, and talk about positives. He he showed some flashes yesterday. Again, still the consistency's not there. Uh, they're trying to run him inside, and he's just he's just not used to his new strength yet. He just doesn't know how to use his body. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the trade, I would not mind it. I mean, if they can make it happen, again, there's going to be competition. I just hope another – I just hope no one from our division gets him. Like, if we're if someone's going to get him, I hope it's either us or he, stay, or he gets shipped to the, to the AFC or something. Like, yeah. I do – do not want to see the Saints get him. Yeah. Lattimore and Peterson, that'd that, be stupid. That would piss me off. Yeah. So that yeah, I agree with I hundred percent agree with that sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's something I hope, you know, plays out. But we'll we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Uh but do we have anything else or Oh, I want to give one name drop okay. to a fan on on Twitter at not recess. <laughs> so he's you're just saying, I love you guys and going to listen to the podcast on the way to work tomorrow. Me listen to y'all below. And it's just a, a gif of him just staring down. Something that's supposed funny. <laughs> but it was just cool. I love seeing stuff like that and like seeing that people are actually listening to us and actually like what we are saying. Yeah, absolutely. We're not just spitting crap out of our mouth and making no sense. We're actually putting <laughs> words together and things yeah. where people are like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> and actually, it's good yeah. and not just 
shit. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I definitely, no, that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate, we all, we all appreciate the love and, and support. Um, but also if, Hey, if we do suck, tell us, we, you know, please. Yeah. We want the criticism. Like if there's something you want to see or hear or, uh, something different, we can definitely, uh, work on that. So, but yeah, we appreciate all of the, all the listeners, the followers, uh, real bucks talk, going to our website, checking us out. Um, new article by Stephen Beck. Uh, we finally, finally got something up on the website, something new. I got to get back in writing, and that's something that I plan on doing. Uh, I finally finished school, so I'm done with school. No more. Master's now. So. Schools for fools. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a master's. Yeah, so, yeah, piece of paper, but it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> that high-quality piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely a lot of money. But anyway, um, I think that's going to do it for us. Oh, and, one more. And there, oh. there are things in the works about to happen later. Yes. Hopefully this year, hopefully this week, hopefully – we're, we're we're putting something else together. Yeah, we're both really excited to do and definitely, definitely. Just a quick tidbit of that. <laughs> no, definitely, we're definitely on the uh, always looking to do more stuff, and that's something that we are just can't wait. We just got to put it all together and get the right process so we make sure it looks magnificent. We don't want to put out something bad. You know, we got to have a plus quality. That's what we strive for. So. But with that being said, uh, this is the Real Bucks Talk podcast, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Be sure to follow us at iTunes, on Google Play, Podbean. Uh, Be sure to subscribe, like, comment. Tell us us your thoughts. Uh, We love to hear from you. Uh, But with that being said, let's go Bucks. Let's have a great week, everybody. Have a good night. Take care.